Pickle sickles a quarter. Uh, like. Pickle sickles a quarter. <laughs> I can get four of those for a dollar. That's how math works. Maybe those rings movies just came out and you're not glad I'm If you feel it, you'll see. Let's take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 132 of the IFNZ podcast. Indeed, and it feels good to wear that again to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm back feels and I warm, get to like see a warm it, blanket, at least until 202. That's um, birth anniversary, yes, birth anniversary three, yes, spilling the tea, spilling the tea. What do we do for birth anniversary three? Is we're gonna spill all the nasty little secrets that all that's of you right. guys have been wanting to hear for years behind the scenes, behind the scenes. That's right, and it's definitely not because we have nothing prepared for birth anniversary <laughs> three. Don't even think about it. No. Okay. Not at all. All right. Um, I thought of something. Yeah. Just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking and I, and I was going, okay, what, what do we do in, cause it's third birthday. Yeah. So we're technically into the fourth year. Mm-hmm. So what do we want to accomplish in the fourth year? And I thought, what would I want? I asked myself, I said, Chad, what Chad. Would you- what would you want? What do you want out of out of a fourth year? What do you really want to accomplish? And I decided we're gonna I, have one more sex episode in one sixty nine. I want to start a cult. <laughs> That's what you want to do. I'd like the the IFNZ cult. Okay, like, but cult's a bad word, right? Like cults cults got this like negatively negatively associated. Yeah. yeah, because there's there've been more bad cults publicized than good yeah. ones. So like, what's a positive word for cult? Like. Group. Like, yeah, just a group. That seems a little vague. Um, a religion seems a little more committed than I'm ready to be. Yeah, I don't want a little controversial. Because right. um, I'm, th- and I think we've been preparing for it all of our all of our our podcasts live. Is right. that we've been we've been building towards a mindset, a mm-hmm. mentality. I mean, even from the beginning, like I feel New Zealand is like mm-hmm. there was a a, a mentality about you it. want to change the name. No, I don't. To WFNZ. What would New Zealand we do? feel new zealand oh what as in not just me and you we feel the group wow slash cult i like (laughs) (laughs) i like where you're at but like so even if you if you think about like the gandhi of smells like that's a mindset to be like i'm not gonna let smells bother me i'm not gonna let anything bother me it's Mm -hmm. water on a duck's back you know that doesn't bother what? No, it just rolls off of them. I know, but what if the, like it doesn't? You don't think it leaves an itch? <laughs> it's not like annoying. Yeah, there's like a little bit of like. I'm sure it does. Or like, if I trickled my fingers down your back right now, you'd probably be like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not. It's not gonna stay on you, but unless you want it to. Ooh. <laughs> like, like that's a mentality. Like, uh, Shad can't drive 55. Like, that's you're like, just naming old episodes now. <laughs> like, that's just like uh-huh. the the mentality of like following the rules and just like not fart get- score. Not getting in a hurry. <laughs> Fart score has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but there's a there's a mentality in feeling New Zealand, right? I mean, right. it's it's that calmness, that peacefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something we can share with the world in a more positive manner. I don't think people look at us as cult leaders. Uh-huh. And they should. Uh, <laughs> the longer you let your hair grow out, the more you look like Jared Leto. So I mean perfect. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna continue that. Um 
but yeah, there's there's a there's a, a a positiveness about our show that we have a a happy go lucky. Let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Do you what think we, we should be more negative? No, I don't like being negative. A little bring a little negativity <laughs> to it for this episode specifically. We just bring it down a little. No, bit. I can't do it. I'm like maybe it's like we don't really feel New Zealand today. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't know. I just there's there's too many things I like to not, to give the things I don't like any time. Right. It just it it seems like a lot of energy for no reason. Maybe next birthday we do that. We bring uh, nothing but negativity to it. We find specific things in media that we don't like, and that's what we talk about. The whole I'm gonna. Time. I'm we gonna. Don't, so we find like specific albums and stuff. And we just talk about. Here's why I don't like this song. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, I'll talk about all the all the positive things. The most positive things I can find about the most hated things ever. Ooh, there you go. That's a way to do it. Most like, hated things ever. So what's the what's one of the most hated movies ever? So like, Let's uh, I mean, not anymore. But I would have I would immediately go to, especially in our genre world, like a like a Phantom Menace genre world, uh, like the genre that we kind of live in. Uh, like like I feel like Episode One was was a bad one. Um, yeah. Or Rise of Skywalker. What was your? We talk about Rise of Skywalker every year. Yeah. And, it's not that time yet, though. And uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> it's third anniversary. It'll come up. Um, yeah. What else is? What is a most hated thing? And we'll prep this. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, send us in things that are like the most hated. Yeah. Uh, media out mm-hmm. there, and uh, and let's try to. I'm gonna put a positive spin on this. We're gonna do let's it. Trying to think of a band that we like and think of like their their album that people didn't really. Saint care Anger. For. There we go. What's the most positive thing that you can think about Saint Anger? Um, there there is some cool stuff about Saint Anger. Yeah. Like put through different lenses. I I like the song Saint Anger. Uh-huh. Like it'll pop in my head every so yeah. often. Even like that's that's a good tune. Um, there's okay. some good stuff in there. Let's get about this. Okay. What what uh, is there something positive you can spin about invisible kid <laughs> i'll have to listen to it again i feel like the riffs probably <laughs> let me give horrible. you a little real quick i'm gonna go invisible kid <laughs> you gotta you gotta remove some of the lyrics mm-hmm. um no <laughs> though in in order to you get to appreciate certain things because you gotta but like that's called classical music shad even <laughs> even a song like uh I'm madly or like saying anger, like the line, I'm madly in anger with you. Yeah. I don't mind it as much now. Yeah. Like, was it 20 years later? Almost. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't hate. I'm madly in, hang- in anger with you. Shortly followed by. I don't hate that. So I'm going to write this song where I feel what I feel and the feelings <laughs> I feel inside. <laughs> <laughs> I got to justify other people's poor lyric choices for my own. <laughs> for your own. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Why not? Um, Not that it's a poor lyric. I thought it worked well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I own it on it's, yeah. it's on my. I own it on my sleeve. Anymore. What about? I think, and I don't. And this is just personal opinion with it too. Yeah, I feel out of all of the albums created by, we'll say, like Panic of the Disco. Yes, I think Pretty Odd was probably the one that was like the redheaded stepchild of that. And then a lot of people enjoyed that. I thought that like Nine in the Afternoon was humongous. It was for that song specifically, but it yeah. changed up the way that they sung and their genre completely. Yeah, you mean you think about the next album afterwards? They had something like uh, Mona Lisa that came out and it resonated completely like nothing but like you had the feels from the first album again kind of come back that's funny because like vices and virtues i don't 
think is that good of an album in comparison to uh, Pretty Odd. I don't, I don't think so either. I, it, but I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, in general, I think that that was kind of like, because they was such a step different in a completely opposite direction. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, had this really strong, very heavy emo album. Right. And yeah. then followed, you know, by two or three years later by something that was something that you could have easily had the Beatles yeah. bring to you in the 60s. And everything about that album, you know, was really important yeah. to me. I loved everything about that album, but I think a lot of people was just like, especially fans that were of the emo genre at that point in time, mm-hmm. you know, you think like they're more resonated toward taking back Sunday and my chemical romance kind of okay. took that album as like a more of a slap in the face. Cause I had really no resonance to that whatsoever. I got but you. stepping forward, musically speaking to mm-hmm. me, that was a huge leap because it showed how much dynamic range they had Oh yeah, in and of itself. To me, like I said, being a huge Beatles fan, it spoke volumes to mm-hmm. me because I was like, it's really cool that they're kind of almost doing this total throwback with the entirety of this album that just sounds like something the Beatles could have put out in like the 60s or 70s. Did you put a connection between Pretty Odd and oh, what was it called? It wasn't called Straight Lines. The Silver Chair album. Was it called? It wasn't called Straight Lines. Uh, Young Modern Station. Young Modern. Yeah. Uh, did you Put those Young Modern two... Station's the first song. Yeah, Young but Modern, Young Modern yeah, is the yeah. name of the... Yeah, did you put those two kind of in the same category? Did you feel like those were... I know they came out around the same time, but they, I felt see, like they were very the similar albums. though, with Silverchair, I feel. Sure. I don't know if you, anybody could see the progression to that, what that was. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, it was leaning from diorama. You, see, you have something from Diorama, from like yeah. Greatest View into that, you know, thinking of something along those lines into something that yeah. you would get from, you know, Straight Line. yeah. I think that was an easier thing to swallow yeah. rather than, you know. But Panic only had one album before that. True. So I'm you, just saying, but it was a night and day difference. Yeah. Versus you see all the way from Frog Stomp clearly to this one, you see that that but, completely thing as it was changing. What about elements go were from, coming through from like, you know, from Freak Show to Neon Ballroom and then from Neon Ballroom to you, Diorama. I think that there's a giant jump between Frog Stomp or, or fr- sorry, Freak Show and Neon Ballroom. Yeah, there's a really big change in but there. But there's enough stuff that's on there too, like satin sheets and stuff like that, that has enough resonance that kind of harkens back to that. Yeah. Whereas Pretty Odd has nothing that sounds like you think that the, the very first album. There's just nothing. Like no, that's not at all. Anywhere close. Hmm. And I, I wonder say if that any with other... confidence because I listened to Pretty Odd not very long ago. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it sounds nothing. nothing fucking like. I that. wonder if there's <laughs> any what other bands did that without a lineup change, like because that was the same four guys. Yeah. I mean, after after Pretty Odd, yeah. it started changing. Um, uh, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's always been the same. <laughs> like that, that would be interesting to try to find. To I would to to challenge somebody to find. A, Not even Weezy, really. I mean, their no. stuff sounded exactly the same until you got to that like full, fifth album. Was that Make Believe? Yeah, yeah. Until Make Believe, and then it had a bigger like you could tell it was like. Not that the, the other ones were like band. produced. Yeah. That's what I meant. It's all the same people at that yeah. point in time. But, but I mean, I mean it was the, a bigger change. The but it was still connections. Your connections were really close. Yeah. You're you're talking about total genre hopping almost mm-hmm. is what they did. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that would be interesting to to figure. Devin out. Townsend. Yeah, but he changes names of bands when he does it. I know. And it's all still pretty close. Yeah. Like it's all. I like, just wanted to say his name. <laughs> bring him up. Yeah, every, I don't know. Yeah, every couple episodes we need to bring up Devin Townsend. That'd be that'd be interesting to see to try to figure out what's a band that took 
that I mean, even Slipknot didn't do anything that no. big. Like when they went to like, unless you're just talking about Corey Taylor, Volume Three, yeah, from last Slipknot album to his new one, which is just <laughs> fucking gross, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That would be that would be interesting. The other thing I realized when thinking about the big picture, yeah, we've got. This isn't really telling secrets. We're, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, we got to get somebody from New Zealand. On Here? the show at some point. Ooh, Fly of the Concords. Um, I don't. I didn't. Ma- it didn't have to be anybody famous. I Ooh, just. Ooh, Rice I just gotta find. Uh, we need to find somebody. We put out a a a, a flyer, an APB, one flyer on a. Uh, we need a New Zealander. They don't. Yeah. They can be in the states now. They can be still in New Zealand. But at some point in the next year, I'd love to interview say, someone from New Zealand. Do we know anybody from New Zealand? No. No. Um, I don't. Okay. Uh, but. To be able to say, here's what our idea of New Zealand is. Do New Zealanders know what an APB is? Sure. I mean, yeah. Is that cross? What does, does that cross international waters? To be fair, I don't even know what a fucking APB do New is. Zealand, does the New Zealanders have police? Do you know what an APB stands for? Uh, attention, all points bulletin. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even I know. I said attention at first, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's all points attention, bulletin. Attention, uh, you um but not all points bulletin for this yeah we need a we need a new zealander yeah i want to know is new zealand the paradise of peace and tranquility that i have in my head yeah Um, if we can't get a new zealander can i just put on a new zealand accent and then you interview me doesn't work does that work that way not for this situation what if you're blindfolded and you don't know it's (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, I don't think that that'll work. No, I don't think that'll work. You'll still find out it's me. I do. All of my voices sound like me still. There's still a hint of you in there. Damn it! I need to get lost. <laughs> I need to get like real fucking get deep. Lost. I need to get, like like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. I need to not be there at all. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some tea. Ooh, I found out something about myself. Tell me some crazy tea, boy. Um, <laughs> I went roller skating last weekend. Uh huh. And you love it. And I love roller skating. You do? Yeah. I mean, I've always kind of liked skating. It. Skating. It was inline mm-hmm. skating. Is that a skating rink? Um, What's inline? Just like the four wheelers. Okay. I think it's inline skating. I thought inline meant that they were in a line, like all four, like a blade. Maybe that is the roller blade is inline skating. I think so. I don't know the rules. Um, <laughs> I just know that I had skates on. Did you dance? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Where was that? Uh, there's one in Marion. Yeah. Uh, you didn't go to Allskate? I didn't go to Allskate. Uh, Marion's closer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's Allskate standard. What's yours? <laughs> uh, I would have went to Allskate uh, yeah. had I had like some friends that were closer to mm-hmm. Ducoin that wanted to go. Sure. Uh, but I don't really know if I remember how to do it well, but if you ever wanted to, we could do that. Yeah, we could even film ourselves for it and put it up on the on the page. I gotcha. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah. I I I really enjoyed it. I was like, I I knew that I I'm I'm okay at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, but I'm comfortable uh, for the most part. And uh, it's been a few years since I skated yes, last. And uh, but then I got on. I was like, I want to do this more. I want to yeah. I want to do this. So that's a, a revelation I had about myself. Cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Like content wise, it'd be like. It, watch them skate and then Justin give up halfway through and go play arcade games. That's what <laughs> happened every single time that I've been there. Not See, even joking. Like my mom wouldn't give me enough <laughs> not that money I, not to, that I gave to up. also play arcade games. So it was yeah. like, 
you're gonna if you're gonna be there for five hours you're gonna skate and i was like okay pickle sickles a quarter uh pickle sickles a quarter (laughs) and get four of those for a dollar that's how math works that's when it started (laughs) math genius i started early science man with pickle science boy the prequel story (laughs) um any any revelations? We're just gonna trade trade uh revelations. Trade re- revelations. Trade That's the T we're gonna spill. Something. <sighs> what's that? What's something you've recently come about that you're like? I like this. I'm super into butt stuff. Or I don't like that. You like butt stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You or your partner? <laughs> Maybe both. Uh, okay. There you go. Or uh, as Mark Wahlberg would say, maybe maybe fuck yourself. I'm my opinion of cops is uh treat them like mushrooms feed them shit and keep them in the dark and that what he said i have no idea what you're <laughs> talking departed. about <laughs> no idea what you're talking about he says that in the departed he's like maybe fuck yourself <laughs> my opinion is that you are like my opinions on cops to so feed them shit and i keep them in the dark <laughs> um um let's see something secret um i think my midlife crisis um now that i'm 35 i've i have determined that is the middle of my life yeah apparently i'm not going to live more than 35 more years gotcha (laughs) um my midlife crisis is that i'm 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 i've never not been into pokemon but i'm totally getting back into the pokemon card thing and i i really do enjoy it like thoroughly like i it makes me feel like young again i really enjoy like the pack opening and everything like that about it it was a really um i I haven't done it since i was a kid really Mm -hmm. probably since i was like 12 or 13 that was like the last time that i actually did that so like opening up that was the first time i did it was whenever i opened up the the first box that i had and did like the little test video Mm -hmm. um so for those of you that are listening to this i've I've had kind of like an idea and revelation i was just like i think i want to do like just pack openings i'm not gonna go crazy like there's a lot of people that are like just shit bags out there that will go and buy up all the boxes and then like no kids will be able to buy anything i was mm. like i don't want to take that shit away from kids so like i'll either order online or i'll just order or go if i go to a store i'm only buying one box at a time yeah and so that way people will be like hey he's only going to put out one video a week for this or something to that effect but i really enjoyed opening it i really to open the packs and stuff like that it was like it made me feel like last time i opened packs gamestop in the carbondale mall well i guess it was open because that's closed now <laughs> was babbages at that point in time and we had a fucking food court so it's been a while for people that are from southern illinois that know what i'm talking about yeah so i mean like yeah it's legitimately been over 20 plus years since i've actually opened packs and stuff i was mm-hmm. like it really it brought back something to me it was just like kind of like guess like my midlife crisis i don't want to buy like a fucking convertible and go all out. i was like mm-hmm. i just want to buy pokemon cards and open them yeah i think it's probably the cheaper alternative of midlife crisis that i could have because i don't have an issue with waiting like a week to buy a pack yeah yeah. We can play. You want to play like cards? Yeah, we can we can do a Absolutely. show of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just, I know all the rules generally for the most part still. Yeah. I played I I, I haven't been a long time since I played. Yeah. I think I even played just for fun like a tournament not too long like within like the last 5 years. Yeah. Uh uh of it, but I don't own any of my own. My my cards that I had from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. my original 151 and, and what I had the from like the old packs and stuff like that, all the old energies and stuff. Yeah. From the base deck are all still here. Oh, I have cool. those now. Um and then other than that, like newer cards from any generation cuz the only things that I bought, I remember I bought packs cuz 1999 was whenever we started getting them in the US. Um base deck and the fossil deck. 
Um, and then I think they had the uh, Jungle Packs and then the Team Rocket. Mm-hmm. Those were like the first four. I remember buying from that because that was like the first like year, year and a half gap of that was it. But I think after it got to like the Team Rockets and like the gym leaders had mm-hmm. their own things because it, like, it would say like Misty's Shelter and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, exactly what you're talking those about. Those were the ones that I remembered buying. And I think that was whenever I stopped. So that was probably like 2000, 2001. I got you. So I was like probably getting ready to go into high school. And I was just like, eh, I'm kind of done buying these. And yeah. then after that, I didn't do it anymore. So now I picked it up and stuff. Everything that's new, like the pack that I bought that's over here literally just came out Friday. And it's all tool. Uh, all of the stuff is tied to Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a new set, like a new whole new set deck, like of uh, another 112 cards or something that's going to start in June. And um, as soon as it comes up for pre-order, I'm going to pre-order that. And that one in that box will have, I think, 10 packs in it. Oh, all right. It's just like a big elite box set type of thing. So I'm going to start building the deck, but it'll be newer Pokemon on that. Cool. Front. Either new or really fucking old. Yeah. No in the middle. <laughs> I've got all the, I'm like, I know, uh, I know someone who has all the middles. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. So uh, we can, we can do some battle. Absolutely. I'll uh, get some decks built and, and uh, we could do that as a show sometime. Maybe if we get tired of building those kind of decks, we could build real decks. We could just build some decks on yeah. people's houses. Yeah, just for fun. I and need one on the back a... of my house. Absolutely. I'm there. there. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you buy the lumber, I'll supply the labor. Lumber's expensive right That's now. That's my motto. I'm going to wait. <laughs> you, you buy the lumber, I'll buy the labor. <laughs> um, yeah, I dig that. I dig that. I get that completely because uh, when I started buying Lego sets last year, mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of my I, like part of me really thing. wanted to do that. And yeah. I was just like, that's a hefty investment for some of these sets that I really think I would want. Yeah. And then on top of that, I know I wouldn't stop. Yeah. This is like maybe 10 to $20 a week. Yeah. So I, I'm going to manage that. Yeah. That's what I, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of went all out there and then I almost dropped a couple hundo on a treehouse <laughs> set. Um, and I was like, um, yeah. not yet. Um, I think that they're going to be reserved for like, maybe like, maybe like when I was a kid, like I got a big set for my birthday and yeah. a big set for Christmas. So maybe yeah. I'll kind of treat it that way. Yeah. It's like a real nice twice treat. a year kind of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and comic books are, are my, I've like been that's really what that's getting turned into. into. I got yeah. that for my, yeah. in my Christmas this year. Maybe it'll be a PS5. Maybe by then they'll be stocked enough that I can get a PS5 around Christmas. They just made an announcement that they are looking, they're expecting that stock is still going to be an issue through 2022 for PlayStation 5s now. Cool. Like well, Sony maybe, just released maybe, that. Maybe I won't. I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like, like, I don't want, because as it gets like older and older and older, the value of what I want to trade in for that is just going to keep diminish. depreciating. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just like, I don't want, I'm like, I'm going to have PS4 Pro that's going to not be as worth yeah. the dollar value or my Xbox Series. Like, stuff that I want to trade in console wise. Yeah. I don't want to get the top dollar for because I want to spend as little as possible on yeah. the $400. Can I you go ahead and trade now for, I suppose I could trade I, value. I'm wait and see if there's like a bigger sale or something. Because like I know towards. that they have like the, like, be like, hey, I'm going to get this game because I know for pro members, you can do trades for specific things and they give you an like you get yeah. times whatever type boost. Yeah. If I just be like, I'm going to go ahead and get this game anyways. So I might as well trade everything in and get that and then just yes. save the dollar amount on my card. And that's what like I I got an extra 50 bucks on my trade in value for my yeah. PS4 whenever I did it. Shitty thing is that now I have to go to Marion. Yeah. So <laughs> I, shitty. I got your 45 minutes to get to the nearest <laughs> GameStop now. That's so weird to me. <laughs> It's always ever been like 15 to 20 minute drive to get to where Think I'm about go this. To. You have to drive over an hour to get the closest Best Buy now. Yeah. I have to drive an hour to get to work every day. 
That sucks. Um, so here's another revelation for you. Ooh. Um, I what the book it? in the Bible. You read the whole Bible. No, I, I if had the Bible thought. was animated in a trade form, would you read that? Yes. Dude, how cool would it be? Because they they, they call like, it the action bible, it exists. I know, but I mean it would be better though, like an actual it, like 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 per like exactly word for word mm-hmm. like they do uh, a neil gaiman like adaptation of american gods yeah like that but the bible joe hill presents the bible yeah i would absolutely <laughs> read it i don't have anything against religion i find religion to be very Ink interesting on my gabriel rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> we did lock and key we made it the bible <laughs> i i think I, I find religion to be very interesting yeah i, I just do. i and i, I love but they're all like very interesting historical stories to me. Absolutely. Um, the same way that we as cocky uh, Americans and and especially r- people that are you know Christians, let's just say, um, see the uh, the Greek gods mm-hmm. and the Nordic gods and all of those as stories and tales. Yeah. Um, if you view that in the same light that you do and get as giddy and excited as I do with like Greek mythology, yeah. you know, Greek mythos is, is amazing to me. Yeah. You know, if you think of it that especially old Testament stuff, there's a lot of really cool, crazy stories and yeah. stuff like that, that I don't necessarily think that harkens to absolutely 100% true. Yeah. But I mean, they're very, very, very fantasiful yeah. to a certain extent. Absolutely. So you if you mean, had a cool way to, mm-hmm. and I know it's taboo, the, yeah. the reason why we'll never see a comic book version of yeah. the bible is because it's taboo yeah. why would you you can't like, I mean, do like that because that's something a story like then. jonah and the whale or david versus goliath kind of a thing is a really cool story and stuff like that yeah. in and of itself but i mean if you go to church ever which you know a lot of people do sure they'll tell you you know like this is here as, to tell you a moral story and standpoint yeah. not that it didn't necessarily happen or anything like that but this is here to teach you a specific yes. story and i was like i get that but i mean that's the same thing with greek mythology yeah i could believe in all the greek gods if i wanted to too yeah and think that that's absolutely 100 real because i mean all of those are there to tell you a story and absolutely. to tell you a moral thing yes. that's that's the whole point yeah oedipus rex don't fuck your mom <laughs> don't do it <laughs> that's bad yeah okay that's incest you get weird babies yeah i mean jack of the beanstalk you don't get greedy yeah like, greed is not good yeah it's all like they're all telling you something that's gonna what, shape your mindset what would have happened to jack if he ate that bean uh i think it would have just went down like normal yeah you yeah. don't think it would have like grown out of his ass i don't think so <laughs> i think that it had to be oh my god jack and the beanstalk exists in the marvel universe jack became groot mind blown <laughs> <laughs> so uh so i had this thought and i realized that i didn't work you could still He's part of the life, the world tree. I forgot about that. That's right. Uh, <laughs> when when someone that you already have some attraction to, we can we can for for your example, we Dude, can say it's your okay. Wife. We can kiss if you want to. Uh, and or or anybody. My wife. Yeah, you, I, I'm attracted to her. Sure. Yes. That's yeah. One hundred percent. Does it take it the extra level when she talks nerdy to you? Nerdy like, to me. When when someone. Does, Does that make me like more attracted to her, like in a sexual sense, or just like, like just in general? Like I'm turned on because you're talking about Star Wars. Not necessarily turned no. on. I it, it makes me grow closer to her even more. The fact that she, it makes me feel good that she's paid attention to stuff that I like, and has even taken maybe somewhat more of an interest into it to actually want to speak with me on that kind of a level about something, 
or to find just that she's generally interested in something that I love and that I really like, you know, throughout the duration of me playing through, for example, like Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. Whenever I was going through that story, you know, she saw me play parts of it. She was, you know, saw some of it and she thought it was kind of cool, but she didn't really, you know, care too much for a lot of the gameplay. RPG element might not be necessarily the no. best thing for people to want to watch <laughs> right you know turn-based combat's not not a huge appeal for somebody that's not actually invested in it and playing it but you know she kind of liked the story and stuff like that so i was like she would ask me like what was going on in the game as i was playing it and i thought that was really fucking rad yeah you know that she actually cared enough to actually want to know what was going on and remembered certain characters names same thing with like i know she did that with like persona 5 and stuff too but i mean persona 5 was a little bit different because I played that music like it was going out of style because that album is fucking <laughs> it's, it's a bop, <laughs> as the kids say. See, I, I, uh, I've always had this thing, but in my head, I, it kind of I flipped and I was like, uh, I was uh, aware of it. Mm -hmm. Like if someone, especially if, if I'm attracted to them mm -hmm. and I don't think or I don't know enough to like, yeah. oh, they don't really like Star Wars or whatever. And then yeah. they, they throw out some like knowledge that you didn't expect. Knowledge. Uh, I'm like hard. Yeah, I love it. Like yeah. that's just like, oh man. Oh, I mean, like, I love it too because it gets me giddy and I get excited. And she can tell that I get excited about it whenever she talks yeah. about, it, especially whenever it comes to something like like, like when a, you like talk a, about like Star, Star Wars, Wars. I get hard. Yeah, <laughs> we, we you must be like fucking hard twenty four seven when you're here because that's all we talk about. <laughs> Like seventy five percent of this podcast is Star Wars. The other nine, ninety, the other twenty percent is Kingdom Hearts, and then five percent is bullshit that people don't even care about. Like <laughs> this, this is the Star Wars Hearts podcast. Star Hearts, Star Hearts, Star Hearts Two Revamp Final Mix. Could you XX. imagine like the logo of Star Hearts would be like? The star, like in the Star Wars, but mm -hmm. then like the hearts from Kingdom Hearts, mm -hmm. and that's like our show. Only if it has like a cross union path, mom, something tied to the end no, of it, too. Oh, yeah. Just star Hearts. Mm -hmm. Star Hearts. Star Hearts, colon, uh, the rise that's, of. That would be each episode title of yeah. the show. Would be, mm -hmm. would be whatever. Mm -hmm. It would be a fantasiful <laughs> title. Fucking butchered that one. <laughs> I think it's time for a break. That's good. <laughs> Hey everyone, have you ever wanted to have your ad on our show, on the IFNZ podcast? I'm talking to you, Justin. Oh, I didn't... You're my that. everyone right now. <laughs> yeah, could you advertise me, please, on your show? Absolutely. Yeah. You know how much I'm going to charge you? Wow, well, much? Absolutely freaking nothing. Wow. We do our ads for free here on the IFNZ podcast, uh -huh. and we would love to add you to our ads. <laughs> so many ads we would we will add all over your ads dude if you want we can fucking add anything you want man just let me explain this to you right now <laughs> i can look at anything and i can do an ad for it right now this is true we test do me. it test me yeah uh, let's talk about like uh just headphones headphones wearing a set right now beautiful black headphones yeah i would buy a headphone for you if i could it feels nice but i don't have money <laughs> Because this, this ad's for free. Yeah, this ad is for free. You don't need money. Mm -hmm. Which is a perfect placement for our new ad. <laughs> for ads. Yeah. So add us. And we'll add you. Adception. Hey, Shad. Yeah. 
Um, I had kind of a personal question for you that okay. I wanted to ask. All right. I hope I, you don't mind. I think I'm ready. Um, do you have anything important coming up mm. that involves uh, maybe like something that's not a podcast, maybe something that's like kind uh, of to deal with music, but it doesn't involve me in any way, shape or form. Maybe it involves like a cousin of mine, but an uncle of yours. But, um, you know, anything like that that you have going on? Um, it's not ringing up. Oh, yes. Okay. You, I can't get right. Never heard. Of them. Yes, uh, it's a band that I'm in with Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we play like you had nine... that EP that came out um, on Spotify and everywhere that's streaming, right? That's right, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, Light the Fuse. Light the Fuse. Absolutely. Love it. Thank you. I kind of forgot the name of it, so I'm glad you remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to it a few times. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're into like '90s, uh, like acoustic rock, like in the vein of like MTV Unplugged, mm-hmm. like Nirvana, like Lit, Pearl Jam. I don't remember Lit doing mm-hmm. an MTV Unplugged. I but don't either. Maybe. Uh, you know, uh, Alice in Chains, mm-hmm. that style of thing. Matchbox 20. I don't remember that, but I like Matchbox 20. <laughs> I knew you did. Uh, so we, we Rob could, Thomas. Rob Thomas. Uh, Carlos Santana. And we do originals, as you have heard on mm-hmm. the EP. What was the EP's name again? Light Thieves. Yeah, thank you. I almost forgot again. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got some dates coming up. we got some dates locally, obviously, uh, around our area. But on May 22nd, we're going to be at J&J Timeout. That's in Heron, Illinois. Ooh. Have you ever been to J&J Timeout? I have not. What time is that show? Uh, that's a 9 to midnight show. Damn, that's yeah. late. We're late, boys. I am up that late <laughs> at work, though. Um, on May 29th, yeah. Memorial Day weekend, Ooh. we're going to be at Von Jakob Winery and Brewery. That sounds like an outdoor time. That's an Alto Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the weather, we'll see. If it's nice weather, we'll be outside. If it's that not, we'll evening be time or that afternoon? Uh, that would be a 3.30 to 6.30 show. Nice. Yeah, so that's, that's a nice one. Uh, June 6th, we'll be at the Peach Barn. Ooh. Peach Barn's also an Alto Pass. Nice. That uh, is, I think, like three to six, something along those lines. Check the Facebook page for that. That's facebook.com slash can't get right. Wow. Um, and then last but not least, in our little like four-week tour that we're doing, not really a tour, but you know what I'm saying, we'll be at Fuzzy's in Cobden, Illinois uh, on June 12th, and that is a nine to midnight show. That is perfect. Yeah. Thank you for telling me all that. And I'm, I'm glad you shared that with me. I have one more question. Yes. It might be a little bit more personal. Okay. Could you tell me how Podcast Mountain Mama. <laughs> I'll just sing it normal. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain. I don't know any of those words. Okay. Um. So looking back on three years. Looking back on three years. Yeah. Uh. Do you? What's like a? You got any favorites? A highlight? Yeah. Is gotta, this a real? Are you gonna do some heavy editing? No. Or are we just gonna talk about no, it? No. We're just gonna talk about it. Like, uh, what are what are some gimmicks we've done? Gimmicks. <laughs> I mean, you left the show. <laughs> oh, does that that count as a gimmick? I would say yes. Um, uh, oh man, some of my favorites. Yeah, did we? When I interviewed you, when you interviewed as as you, as you, yeah, yeah, as you, you was good. I think uh, I really liked. I, I know it's just recent, but I, I do really like the Star Wars uh, co-pilot co-pilot auditions. Yeah, uh, I like you doing the voices. That That's was fine. maybe maybe people can look forward to a. Uh, what we call the co-pilot to electric boogaloo. 
everything's <laughs> if it's a sequel it's electric boogaloo from I don't, now on <laughs> i don't like it um, uh so yeah maybe we can keep doing cola pilots and i'll just yeah. find different characters completely and then I, we can eventually revisit old ones yeah <laughs> i like the creative like almost kind of putting on a, a show kind of thing yeah um we don't we don't get to stretch those legs as much no we had uh season two this past year that all happened within mm-hmm. the last this between year two 30 and episodes year three. yeah yeah, we did. We is did. this a new season? Is this three? <laughs> I think we're just back on one. Is there? Can you go back to a different? Go back one point five. <laughs> like we just go. We are on season you one to, again. You listen to them out of order. You need to listen to these episodes <laughs> before you go to two. <laughs> like you just ignore. You could. You could essentially ignore season two, right? Oh no, don't do that. You don't have to ignore There's it. So much good stuff There's that the, happened in it. I think the Troubadours. Yeah, it's probably my favorite thing we've ever done. Ever? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I really like the music stuff we've done. I really, I really like rebooting franchises. <laughs> I won't do it again. It's okay. <laughs> it happened twice. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, I don't know. Unless we go to 200. Makes me happy. The 200. Because uh, did we re-reboot at 100? Um, was it 101? I think when we officially started season two, it was re-reboot. That was when the re-reboot was? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because we... And, uh, and that was yeah. That, that was, was after the gap because we had the, all of the as for the rest of as us as for the rest of us or as for the best of us rather. These people episodes. know this stuff. I I like I want to relive it, but like I guess they they're like we just listened to that like two yeah. months ago. You idiots! You already forgot about what you did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we we we've, we've lived life since then. We have. We've we've done things, but uh, yeah, as for the best of us was good. I I really like that we we know that the witch is dead is our top song. Absolutely. Like that's that's information that we'll take to our grave. Unfortunately, that, <laughs> like we will, we will know that of that project, that is the the best thing that we did. It's the top song, one hundred percent over. You know, it's it's decided, and I feel good about that decision. The uh, first birth anniversary did that not happen until like the forties? I don't know. It would make sense that it would be right forty because there's there fifty forty forty four. Yeah, but we we missed some that May twenty seventh. You had a kid that first that's, year. That's the date. May twenty seventh. Okay, is that's the date. That's the actual date. Of the birth so this is technically kind of early, <laughs> a little bit, but that's, but that's okay. okay. I mean, it's within the week. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. It's when you celebrate it, is within the week of it. T E S D Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, we we did other shows uh during that season too. That uh, they're all kind of within the catalog numbered mm-hmm. as as regular episodes now. But um, I I definitely. Troubadours, I will. I'd I'd like us to revisit at some point. I I don't know what we would do, like what songs we would do, if we would do our songs or if we do somebody else's. We could always expand, like we talked about, trying to do other people's songs and then just kind of come up with our own stories and plot lines to yeah. specific things. I liked the idea of doing ours because it was something that was completely our own. Yeah, we could own everything that we were doing, yeah. even if it was stuff that didn't um, necessarily like fit into a quote unquote storyline for us continuity yeah. wise. I think it would be really cool just to expand upon it. I want to see what gross Easter and stuff like that was, you know, we, yeah. we talked about like the, the Santa Claus folded one in. and yeah. stuff like that kind of folded all that stuff in there too. Um, we could even write a fucking song about uh, the, the, the E chord <laughs> or what was it? The G G is a very good e. chord. E chord. E is a very good chord. Yeah. So we yes. could do, we could do E chord e song. song. Yeah. Uh, what I would like to do next is take a song that is completely my own that you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And give you the lyrics and have you write the story mm-hmm. to interpret my song. 
Ooh, and then I could write a song and then give you my song. Yes. And you could tell me. We trade them. We do tradesies yeah. on this. Yours will be deathly serious and mine will be a comedy. <laughs> but you can make up a funny story. I've got a really good story song that uh, that'll be like on my next release whenever the hell I get that well, done. Don't spoil it uh, like I spoiled everything about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't do it. Um, so there's a there's a new uh, product that I wanted to get your opinion on. New products? Yeah. Is Have that... you seen this? It's the the Amazon Halo. No. It's like a so it's like a watch. Okay. But it doesn't tell time. It's uh, a stupid watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my review. <laughs> this is a dumb watch. One star Amazon review. This is a bad watch. It doesn't even tell time. Here you go. I want you so badly to get on Amazon. <laughs> Do that under like you can even use. I'll like, just make it. I'll type in IFNZ. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the review is: This is a dumb watch. It doesn't even tell time. No, what it does on Halo is it it uh, it listens to your voice when you're talking to people. That's weird. And it tells. I mean, that's what everything does. What your phone does. Shh, don't, uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't have a VPN on here. So it, it wouldn't if I had that. It, what it's what the vaccine's doing currently. It's tracking your voice and it's the vaccine it doing that to me. Yeah, that's what. That's yeah. I only took the vaccine because I heard it made my dick like a little bit bigger. How Not did, a lot. Did it? Nope. <laughs> sure um, didn't. Is so it you wear it and it it. It listens to your voice and it gives you feedback on what uh, what kind of feelings or what kind of emotions. It's like a mood ring. Yeah, essentially. But it's like what your voice is. So like if I'm trying to be empathetic, but I sound like an asshole, it's going to be like you sound like an asshole, but you're trying to be empathetic. I think you would be surprised at how much you don't sound like an asshole. I think you think that you are. No, or maybe I'm not me. No. OK, I thought no. you were saying that was like that's no, my example. Don't. No. Okay, I'm I'm pulling it up here, and that way I can give the people maybe like a actual like description synopsis type. That's thing. That's exactly what it's going to tell you. Is it's going to tell you that it tells Amazon <laughs> Halo Band measures how you move, sleep, and sound. Okay. Okay, so it's got a little bit more to it. The sound thing is what's intriguing. I'll to say me, it though. looks cool. Although I wish that if they just like flipped it over and put like a watch on it and called it a smartwatch from amazon <laughs> that just, would be a little bit better even if it just had does it have the time on it at all or no zero no. i didn't think so it's a metal that touches your skin and then a band around that yeah that's right for a hundred dollars is that it yeah and i i would have thought for the kind of 99.99 or feedback. five monthly payments of 20 dollars. that's how math works thanks amazon <laughs> the feedback that it's giving you seems like they would want to charge more than a hundred bucks um more than a band membership that's what amazon's halo band, band is. is maybe that's what we call it More a than... band like a merry band you know like how robin hood is merry yeah. men you that's know the rifnz cult is the rifnz band. band yeah we're a band of not brothers because we don't want to be exclusive to men um mm-hmm. but we're a, a band of humans yeah only humans allowed only humans not, like only fans. not animals <laughs> oh that's what we could call it only humans <laughs> Only humans, only humans, only humans.com. And that's our theme song. You're coming up with so much stuff and you don't even know it. Uh, what did you say? More than a band. It's a, huh? What was the other thing you said? More than a band. It's a something. I don't know. You'll have to hit, listen to the playback. Cause there was a word in there that I was like, that's the word that we more use. than a band. It's a more than a feeling. More than <laughs> Amazon halo band is an accurate health tool on its own, but it offers even more as part of Amazon halo, the health and wellness membership designed to help you improve your health by better understanding it. It's almost like they took like 
they made a banned version of that Noom app because that's supposed to yeah. like, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like help your wellness exactly and stuff about. like that. Yeah. I think it's kind of almost like that, the way that they kind of describe certain things. Huh. But they'd also, since it hears your voice, it kind of knows your emotions more so too. Yeah, I think that that's interesting. Like, I wonder if that will cause more fights or less fights between people. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily fighting, but I'm just saying like, that would make sense because I know Noom is not just it. It's it, about mind, your mental state, and everything. Kind of well. controlling your habits of how you eat and stuff like mind that control. too. So maybe by hearing how you're interacting with people and whatnot like that, it will get more feedback mm-hmm. to actually help you in a better way than what even Noom would be able to do. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about a subscription service. Oh, so that's cool because Noom is like thirty, forty dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, maybe it comes with it or the first year or whatever. Oop, I lied. Here there it, is. it is. Scroll down. Members, <laughs> just $3.99 a month after your free trial. That's still not bad. Um, if you don't you if you don't do the membership, you still get certain aspects of it. It still does limited discoveries. I don't know what that means. Hmm. Uh activity sessions, steps, heart rate, calorie counting, time awake and asleep, and sleep temperature. But if you have the subscription, you get the tone analysis, body composition, the discovery. Um, active sessions, active score, active intensity, steps, heart rate, calories, oh. sleep score, sleep stages, time awake, sleep temperature. So like the things that you get on like your Apple Watch or Garmin, but mm-hmm. you're paying four bucks a month or whatever for it. Uh, the, that like elevated amount of information. Oh, so Discover is kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the thing's called. You know how like Peloton has like like a subscription service that's mm-hmm. with it and you get all the different classes and stuff? Yeah. It looks like it has... A bunch of different services that are involved with it, like Exhale, ah. uh, Infinity Fit, and different okay. services that you get with that mm-hmm. to kind of help you, like running w- programs and, and stuff, stuff like, like that. that. Yep. I want so it, it, it zero interface. Like I can't even see what time it is. Absolutely none. That I just want that. All I want is the time because I kind of like oh, a your, watch. your interface is your phone. Because <laughs> I I really do like seeing what time it is. Yeah, it's like a Fitbit that has less information. I used to not care what time it was and now i have a watch so it's because you're old i care what time it is i'm 35 let me tell you i gotta really time like, is precious it is you gotta My know it's almost three i feel like i'm that happened in a blink of an eye yeah. i know people say it all the time but it fucking scares me to think that like <laughs> I, I told Manny, it was like dude like 15 more years she'll be graduating high school and i'll be like in my fucking 50s <laughs> i said that's scary to me so i don't have kids so i don't have to worry about this i know <laughs> you're lucky stay young forever <laughs> <laughs> I do have a cat though, and it makes me like sad that she could grow old at some point. In time. She could die. Yeah, that makes me and sad. And you'll still be alive. Yeah. You'll have to mourn her. Yeah, that makes me sad. Do you want to talk about cats dying? Because no. I've got two. We don't have to take dead. it. We don't have to take it down. Are you sure? We, we could... talked about doing it for a birth anniversary. It could be this one. <laughs> we know. Do you guys have pets that are dead? <laughs> Call into 1 800 IFNZ. Uh, helpline. I, I don't know <laughs> com. Uh, more things. Dot com. Dot gov. Go to our uh, go to ifnz.net and go to the the <laughs> leave a review. Leave Tell a us re- about your dead pets. Anniversary <laughs> 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 three. Look at us. <laughs> I don't know if I've got anything to top that. <laughs> it's cool. We could just talk about Invincible and then call it an episode. <laughs> We read Invincible. We did. We did. I've read three volumes. You've read one. Yeah. Tell me what happened in one so I don't <laughs> talk about more things. It was real short. <laughs> yeah. It's only four issues on uh, on so volume this is one. Like, I mean, the whole thing is really 
a coming it's of age new powers right a coming of age origin story type yeah thing it's anyways. him figuring out oh I've, my dad's a super yeah mom's not a super he knew his uh, dad was a super this whole time yeah and he started getting the powers yeah right? it's kind of and it was kind of expected like he knew yeah. that it was probably going yeah. to happen i think if i'm not mistaken i think the first episode of the tv series is even called it's about time oh because that's like have you watched it at all no, I, I watched like first five minutes of it, and then I uh, was like, I I need to just download this so I can watch it like on my breaks at work. Oh yeah, and, you know, take like a 20, 30 minute break. I'll be able to watch all of more, or most most of an episode Absolutely. at least um, to be able to do that. So that'd be a little bit easier for me to consume since I'm there for so much yes. time. So he's he is discovering his powers, mm-hmm. and then also discovers that there is a girl at his school. Mm-hmm. that also has powers eve and yes eve and then adam eve <laughs> and then uh then we find out that she is part of a, a team, team group, group. Yep. yeah like a team titans type team thing supers. with yep. robot uh-huh. robots uh, the main leader guy. rex mm-hmm. rex explode yeah maybe something like that i just know rex because i was talking about how even eve's with rex you know that right like that's like all yeah. the time in like Happens the first few issues like yeah. at least <laughs> and then uh there's another somebody in there i think another chick i forget uh she's uh her name's kate okay uh and she can multiply herself she can make like du- duplicate that's her name oh i see yeah because she can make multiples of yeah. herself and so he's unsure about joining the group at least from these yeah. very few first issues it's clearly because there's like a whole there's like a justice league did we meet them in the first issue i can't remember um i think there's a brief kind of overview in maybe the first issue okay um but not like heavy um there's like a justice league and technically his dad's not really a part of it yeah it seems like he's outside of it because he's clearly the most powerful thing on this planet He's your Superman, for sure. Yeah, easily. And uh, and because he even talks about, I think in the last issue that I read, or the second to last issue, three or four, um, he takes, uh, what's the kid's name? Um, the main character. Yeah, just, Invincible. Well, I mean, well, yeah, okay, we'll go with Invincible. I was going with his like. Real I don't know. Name. I couldn't think of his real name. I can't right remember. Now. His dad's name is Nathan, I think. Okay, so he takes Invincible out with him to like, hey, it's about time, like. Hey, can we do a ride along? Kind of essentially, you want to come with me? Because up until that point, they kind of just let Mark. him. Yeah, they kind of Grayson and then Nathan Grayson. Is that's right. Yep. Uh, so the Omni they, Man. They kind of just let him go. Like, hey, you've yep. got your powers. Go do your thing. Yep. He gets him fitted for his invincible costume, yeah. and uh, which I thought was kind of cool. It was pretty cool seeing like just a regular ass tailor. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And uh, the tailor to the superheroes. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of just let him go. There's no like. Hey, try to figure this out. We'll work with you. It's yeah. not like you go to driving and you drive with your parents for yeah. six months before yeah, his, you get your his license. training period is just like go and try and fight just thugs and explore it yeah. yourself. Don't not like crazy. his dad's not like I'm I'm busy taking care of the rest yeah. of the world. So you kind of got to figure this and out. And I guess he can kind of sense when he's in danger anyways, yeah. if he needed to, uh, is my understanding. So uh, Invincible does a ride along with Ultraman and uh, and they go through Ultraman. And, what's his name? Uh, oh, Omni Man. Omni Man. Sorry, you said Ultraman. I was like, I don't remember. Ultraman's him being a there. totally different comic, I think. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so they go through, and he does mention in there. He's like, well, when would you call for backup? And Invincible asks asks his dad. Yeah, and uh, and he's like, well, I would call. You know, in this event, I would have called these people. Yeah, the, the just I forget what they're. I forget what they're called. Something of the globe. And then there's another group as Guardians well. Guardians of the Globe. Guardians of the Globe. That's what yeah. it is. Yep. 
and then there's another uh there's another group as well yeah, he mentions them i think where i'm at right now I've like a only squad because of the situation. i've only ever met the teen group and you've meet all of the people from guardians of the globe okay and you see some of the other people but you never really get introductions to other groups or anything yet uh, which is very like boys-esque of them in that sense you know what i'm talking about like how like the boys it kind of breaks down because there's other superhero groups there's the yeah. seven who are like the pivotal like main guys yeah. which is your justice league mm-hmm. but then there are other small groups kind of like you know how dc would have or marshall would have yes. other groups and stuff like your X. yeah you got like your your justice league east coast west coast yeah. you got your united you got your dark you've got yeah you've even got your suicide squad like your anti-heroes yeah. kind of situation yeah. Yeah, they do that, and then I think that exists basically in this universe as well. Yeah, it's a really cool, cool world that he's built upon. Yeah, and easy read. I mean, Kirkman's sure. always been a really smooth writer. Uh, the art looks really good. Uh, I'd, unlike I, unlike because I've always felt this way with Walking Dead. I've always enjoyed and loved Walking Dead, but I felt like, and it's the same thing that I had with Oblivion. So whenever I first started reading it, mm-hmm. I felt like there was elements of it that seemed like it was a bit rushed. And I mentioned that before when I yeah, first started reading yeah. And I felt like, the, I think it's just, it, it all has to do with the way that he starts writing before the story and the plot start really kind of cementing in and it kind of develops and gets bigger and bigger. There's always elements of it that make it seem like it's going a little faster than what it is. I felt that way with some of the stuff about like Walking Dead and with Oblivion Song and this first volume a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But once it kind of gets along, same thing with like Oblivion Song. Yeah, You get a little bit more steeped in the lore and certain things that are going on and they have the need to actually explain more things in depth and whatnot, mm-hmm. that kind of starts happening as it delves onto it. And it came, became more and more enjoyable as you kind of go further. I wonder what that is. I wonder if that is kind of a harkening back to more of the like gold and silver age comics where you, you really got an entire story in one issue yeah. then. And, and see, it must be because at the same time, I mean, like, Whenever I really started reading comics, reading comics, yeah. that wasn't until like 2004. Right. 2003, yeah. 2004 was when I started going to like campus you. comics yeah. and stuff and picking up trades like Ultimate Spider-Man and stuff like that mm-hmm. and whatnot. So even something like Ultimate Spider-Man, whenever you start first start reading that first trade yeah. and everything, he has a lot, a whole inner monologue and shit like that. Not just character dialogue, but, you know, that whole Batman detective dialogue yeah. and shit like that mm-hmm. he's got going kind of on with him and stuff, too, that he's got kind of going on and that whole thing is just seems like it's more steeped in talking to you from the get-go as opposed to just kind of going off and it seems like i think like whenever he starts off a comic and stuff maybe his writing kind of harkens back to that like i need to try and tell that sell this story Mm -hmm. from this first volume like from these first few issues because i want them to be like cool i want to know more you know and maybe he's got to tell more of a story up front kind of a thing you know this whole first volume is like hey he's here he's a teenager he's got his powers now he's starting to learn some things setting up some stuff story 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 yeah and then it starts slowing down it's like okay well where is he getting his powers from what do we need we need to more more about his dad yeah we need to more know more about the guardians of the globe we start kind of backpedaling and really getting it more so in the story so i kind of feel like it's that from that story that's well, a good way to put it yeah and and i just i i think it seemed like for the most part a, a trend started happening in like the mid nineties where uh, we started realizing that, Oh, people are going to buy comics and the comic boom happened and storytellers started changing the way they tell stories and they tell stories through a story arc, a volume now 
So yeah. you don't get a full story in one issue. You get a full story in six issues. Sure. And so you really start seeing, and you see that a lot in like the the new 52, like the, the Scott Snyder, like Batman mm-hmm. is like, you don't get one whole idea out of one issue. And that doesn't make a bad, that makes that six issue like arc that is volume one badass. Like it is awesome. And you have to kind of work for it and it runs real smooth, but you're building up, you're building up. And like, with invincible i felt like with the first issue and and maybe with those others like you're talking is that you kind of get that one issue and you go well that was a story i kind of i understand exactly what's going on 100 um and that's kind of cool and in its own way and some writers do different things i guess like that i think because i never read i never read invincible at all and then going from like one kirkman thing to like because i feel like that storytelling element did not happen in like outcast yeah, it's been a think, while since I, I started. Think, I don't podcast. feel like it was delved that it wasn't written the same exact way. It was pulled a lot more for sure. It was from mystery the, it was, from the beginning, and it was shorter too. Yeah. I mean, as far as like the whole overarching story goes, it's still going on. Is it? Yeah, it's ongoing. How long? I mean, they're on forty-eight. I think is what's coming. Okay, out. then I maybe I was just thinking of the show or something. Oh, I, I know gotcha. it's done. I think. Yeah, the show got canceled after season yeah. two. But um, just in general, yeah, I mean, it, it just felt like there was an immediate draw from like the second panel or the second page in general, you see the main character like eating his finger and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Well, no, no, the kid, the main character doesn't eat his finger. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, well, it, it, you pull a mystery. I think in that one, it's got like a different, like it's got like this weird thing in a different way. That one reminds me a lot more of like oblivion song. Okay. In like there is, this ongoing mystery that you still don't know. I feel like invincible. You get an idea of what's going on. Superheroes, whatever he's got his powers, walking dead at zombies. He got what, you know, yeah. there's not a lot of mystery in that, but those, so those two books are I kind of feel. And what's odd is those two started early. Those are early Kirkman books. Yeah. Right. And, and oblivion song and outcast are newer Kirkman books. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that has anything to do with it or if it's just, Hey, this is the story I want to tell. It's more of a mystery. Maybe it's like, throughout his age he realized because you know he was always said in interviews with walking dead he always said you know like that thing of if i could go back and i could rewrite certain elements yeah. of the story this is how i would write maybe walking he would have dead made now. it more of a mystery so maybe now thinking back on it you know maybe his thing is just initially like he's become a better writer as yeah, time's going be. on Absolutely. anyways so he's just gotten to the point where he's like hey this Maybe these comic these adaptations won't get turned into anything, and I yeah. want them to have more storytelling. I need them to have better storytelling mm-hmm. elements to it just from the get. Yeah, because I know from what I've heard, I think a lot of the the TV show is pulled um, pretty straightforward from at least the first trade. Okay, I know it deviates. I I it deviates same, yeah. a bit though from what I've mm. what I've you know kind of gathered from it, and I think they're supposed to be doing it in like increments. I think like the first season tells basically the story of the first two or three trades like all together it kind of has this culmination of what happens basically at the tail end of that whole third trade and that kind of leaves you with a cliffhanger a little bit and then it'll pick back up from there and i think that's how volumes is there nine 26 oh okay so that thing went on yeah i don't know why 24 26 there's three compendiums yeah that's where my brain was yeah three compendiums yeah there's three compendiums and then it's i'm pretty sure trades is like 24 or 26 something one of those two numbers i'm pretty sure is what i remember right and if you're on unlimited, I think the first ten volumes are on unlimited right now. Nice for be able to pick up on there for free. Nice. Uh, the the at least 
Compendium One was on a humble bundle. That's where I got it. That's why I've been reading this. Uh, cool. Compendium One. And then I know, um, I don't know if it's still ongoing, but after that first season came out, they had a sale that was supposed to go on. It might be to the end of May. So if you're listening to this now, you might be able to still pick up on it. If you're on Comixology, they had like a 50% off all of their trades. Oh, cool. For like the release of the the Invincible the show. TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I got to you. I got I to gotta blame something on you. Okay. Uh, you inspired me. You so uh, it's a humble blame. You. Uh, <laughs> yes. You uh, you got me. You said, hey, if you see Lock and Key, issue yes. one out, the Helen gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helen gone. Helen gone. We lost her. Where'd she go? Uh, Helen gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you see that out, uh, I'd I'd like it if and and we had the the grand opening of Buddy Monster Comics. Yeah. On May first, and uh, congratulations. Yeah, that was fun. I have nothing to do with it. I I know you have a huge stake in the business. I I, I helped out uh, whenever <laughs> I got over there for like the last hour. Uh, just kind of was like. Hey, uh, did you see the Ghostbusters? They went, no, they were already gone. Damn it. And they were like, how much is a poster? And I'm like, hey, Mike, how much is a poster? Like, that's the kind of shit I did. Yeah. Uh, so very, like, I kind of was just like the guy who m- sent messages across the yeah. room. You were an owl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the Money Monsters official owl. Yes. Uh, but so I went there and I looked, obviously, uh, yeah. for that and didn't find it. But I was going to movies the next day. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be in St. Louis. I'm going to look for it. And I had this thought in my head. There's a book called Crossover mm-hmm. uh, that's Image is putting out. It's uh, the sixth issue. Sixth issue. Good God. Just came out recently. Um, and I was like, oh, I I don't know why I didn't pick up on this. But it's essentially the story of um, the kind of comic book world yeah. has exploded into real world. Like it's just kind of opened up. And you've got all of these characters and everything. They ready player it. Yeah, it's kind of ready player one mm-hmm. essentially, but it's just comic book characters. Sure. And um, you, this event happens that does that, and then you kind of go forward, and they've made all these rules to outlaw. Is this another fucking Fortnite thing? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> they've outlawed uh, superheroes, like there's or uh, okay. our comic book characters, like the, the whatever they call these these people. Um, like who from Roger Rabbits? Yeah, there's like we're they trying hate, to keep they them hate out the of tunes. It. Yes, um, and a really interesting story. I read the first issue uh, just recently, but before I even read it, I was like, I would, I would like to pick up that first issue. It came out, I guess, in November because okay. it's been six months or so. Um, and so while I was looking for your lock and key, mm-hmm. I wanted to find crossover issue one. Well, evidently. You know how image books are. They can they can kind of pick up on A value and B demand kind of quickly, number ones for it. Yeah. They go, ooh, this might be the next Walking Dead or the sure. next whatever. So like people go crazy about it. So I I probably stopped by seven or eight comic book wow. stops, shops. Jesus. Uh that 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 Sunday I went to and sadly some of them have gone out of business. So like Wizard Wagon in St. Louis is out of business now. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like what's on Delmar. Um, that's what was that's Wizard Wagon. Wizard Wagon. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Damn, I yeah. liked that shop a lot. And then uh, there's a shop that was downtown. Uh, what is it? Star Clipper. I don't think Star Clipper's around anymore. I've never been there. Uh, Star Clipper was where Wizard's Wagon was on Delmar. Okay, so was it Star Clipper? Was there one on the landing somewhere? No, close to that I would be downtown kind of area. Okay. Um. 
and then there's a but there's a place on uh washington uh no yeah washington it doesn't matter um that i went to stop by there they didn't have either of the books i was looking for so i was like shit okay i bought some stuff there um went to a couple other places went to fantasy books and uh stopped by uh a place twilight comics in no fallon stop there's a new place called uh, uh bigfoot comics yeah in uh in belleville and they are they don't do new books at all though so that was kind of that is a place that's kind of like one of the shops you would stop at mm-hmm. at a comic-con that just has all kinds of crazy junk uh but it's all in like this building and they're they're nuts i stopped there. at when we were out there in st louis we stopped at slackers that was over yeah, in um, slackers yeah uh where i can't remember where we're at but um we stopped at a slacker not in the one in belleville but in st louis like in the mall not in well it's in the, the standalone the outdoor mall thing that's over oh, okay. in um gotcha on the other side of st louis i forget what the name of the place is but um went there and i asked if they had either of those issues yeah to see if they had it and he was like oh no absolutely not they had new stuff there he said but they sold out of that issue one yeah. and he said they hadn't had issue the zero issue yeah. in a long time and i told you i think the zero was kind of underrated also because it was yeah. kind of a reprint and so yeah. uh i don't think it got as much hype as as it which makes total sense i think i necessarily just wanted it because i was like just, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's even if it's a reprint it's got the branding on it and it, and it came out cool. in november uh yeah. so it's like it's the same thing i'm dealing with this crossover right. one so i hop on uh, after all that i've got like i've got the taste for it now like i'm mm-hmm. got like I'm i've sorry. got the hunt I'm like, I got to find this shit. Uh, and that's how I get with like with with the comic books is like, I've got to find it. And mm-hmm. it's no longer about the comic book. It's about yeah. finding the comic book mm-hmm. at that point. So the fire is ignited in me. And uh, I didn't find him. I didn't find either one of them. I was that way with <clears throat> that PlayStation 2 game behind you. God Hand. Okay. I think they're in alphabetical order up there on the top. Yeah. Yes. I could not find it for the fucking life of me. Yeah. I wanted to play it because I had seen... This was in like 2007 when I first started watching four player podcast. One of the mm-hmm. clips I watched was of them playing through God hand back in the day. And I was just like, Oh, this is really cool. And the character God hand is actually from an old PlayStation fighting game called air geese. Mm-hmm. And air geese only came out on PlayStation, never had any sequels or anything like that. And it had final fantasy characters from final fantasy seven that were in there that you could actually play That's as because square made it. So it was like a, or square soft at that point in time. Yeah. So they made it so it was like an actual full-on fighting game, plus it had like a dungeon crawl mode where it's still the fighting game element. You fought like weird characters that weren't actually the characters you fought in the mm-hmm. game. But God Hand was actually one of the characters that it created specifically for the game that you could play as. Um, and they never ever had any reason to give him his own game. They ended up doing it on PlayStation 2, but it was so obscure. They only made like, I think, 200,000 copies total that yeah. went to U.S. state like stateswide. Um that that was over here so i could never find anything yeah even at slackers i i searched high and low for the thing i ended up getting that off of an ebay auction and i think i was in a bid war i ended up getting that for like 40 or 42 dollars yeah which was a seal because i do see it at slackers now i saw it at the slackers that we were at down mm-hmm. there and it was like 80 something dollars yeah um but i i got it and i played it probably a couple of times and it's a fun game it's really fun and whatnot but i just wanted it for like the nostalgia purpose of yeah, it and stuff like absolutely. that but it's one of those things like I got that way. There's like quite a few games that were really rare and hard to find that I didn't pick up on right away. That's yeah. kind of hard. Whenever I get in that frame of mind, I'm just like, I got to get it. I yeah. have to find it. It doesn't matter what it takes to get to it. Mm-hmm. I was that way. It's like Skies of Arcadia Legends because 
It was on GameCube. They made the port of the game. I guess part of me was just like, add in a little bit of content. I don't necessarily have to have it. Whenever I went and ended up getting this version of the game, I spent like $70 on it because it's super rare now. Yeah. The condition that mine's in is pretty good Yeah, because I've played it quite a bit, but at the same time, it's it's pretty mint still. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, and they sell copies like that I have from mine now online because you can't get it at all. They still sell them. They sell them for like 200 plus now. Anytime you buy one, I got gotcha. fucking nuts. Well, and, and I have a general rule when I'm, when I'm looking for things, the hunt part of it yeah. is that I don't want to go to the internet. I don't, I don't yeah. want to. There's, there's a part of me that's like, well, that just takes all the hunt out of it. Yeah. And, I mean, trust me, I didn't want to either. Yeah. I went to slackers. I went to every GameStop I yeah. could possibly go to. And that was all within reach and mm-hmm. stuff like that, trying to find whatever I could for any of these. But yeah. I had to I had to go online. Yeah. And I did too. That's what yeah. I ended up doing. That's the moral of this story. Is that uh that I I ended up going and finding actually a crossover one through five for cover price plus shipping on eBay. Um and that wasn't the going rate. There's a for some reason that book and and maybe maybe there's gonna be reason for it as it continues on. I read the first issue a couple times, digital and physical um and it's cool it's got like it's gonna it looks like it's gonna end up crossing over mostly image titles but the end of it has uh they're talking about somebody saving the day and there's a little uh kid had a drawing and it's of superman oh um but it's just like a little like squared out body with an s on its chest uh be car if it would cool if it ended up being bizarro yeah, I have no idea. I doubt it. Um, I don't because it's an image book. I don't know where their property okayness is going to be, but it's a book called Crossover. Yeah. So it's essentially you would think, but there's a lot of. Was there anything initially that Image had printed of Superman before back no, in the day? No, Nothing I mean at all. No, Image Image only existed since the uh, the very early '90s, I do believe. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if maybe they had like, hey, it's like a couple of one-off stories. Can you print this for us? Kind yeah. of a thing. No, 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 no. DC would never have allowed that because they it was all Stingy. people. It was all people that left DC and Marvel that were pissed off about yeah. their creator owned rights and things like yeah. that. That got together and formed image for yeah. what it is. Uh no, so like Spawn will end up in this book, it looks like. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm curious what all we'll get from the other worlds. because uh, on top of this, they're doing a Skybound 10. Is that what it's called? I think so. Um, is like Robert Kirkman's ha- ha- like the Skybound properties, uh, which aren't all his, but he signs the books. Uh, there's a big crossover like anthology book that he's doing, and there's gonna be a Walking Dead like two thousand or three thousand or something in there, and like Rick Grimes has a fucking lightsaber in it. <laughs> like <laughs> that's awesome. Like there's just like he's doing like these wild stories and like having different people come in and do that, and that uh, that looks wild. I think that starts in July. Nice. Uh, but I'll 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 talk more about the crossover book as I go in through it. But I got that got that taste for blood, which means it's time for Comic Cons to come back together because that's where you really get like mm-hmm. that. Like you've got all of these vendors, you have the hunt, and you can just, you like, have the search. floor to just yes. pick through everything Absolutely. you want to pick through. Absolutely, I'm working on. Uh, I had started getting the there was a, a Chippendale Rescue Ranger uh, series that was like eight or nine issues. Uh, that Boom did in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I've got about half of them now. I got them like through my comic shop.com or whatever. And the rest of them, nobody has like in stock, like in those. And I like to buy them from those places if I can, because that is actually ran by, I think, Lone Star Comics. Like it's actually a comic book shop. Yeah. Um, so I, I like those better than going to just eBay auctions. 
True. Plus, you're paying a little bit less probably because they're graded and you can kind of pay like what a $2 for a book that you probably should pay $2 for and yeah. not $40 because nobody's right. going to find it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm hunting for some Chippendale rescue Rangers coming up soon too. So I got, I'm ready. I'm ready for the cons. Hey, happy birth anniversary. Happy birth anniversary, dude. Join us next year for birth anniversary for shut that door. And it's <laughs> an all horror themed. Horror themed birth diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll see if we, we'll see if I remember that in a year. <laughs> I doubt it. I will have not. to dig it up. All right. Well, we feel New Zealand. Yeah! <laughs>